Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and we have a lot to talk about. Settle in. The coach is here. Coach, welcome. Hey, I've only been working all day. I've only been calling the Tour Championship. I've only been cashing tickets, but there is nothing I like more than hanging with my boys, so let's go. Yeah, thanks for getting back from the pay window as quickly as uh, you could. <laughs> the pod. Greg Ducharme is here. Gregors, good to see you. Well, I didn't quite collect a, a live-like offer like Coach did today. Uh, at the pay window, but it was still a good day. I mean, the, what a what a tournament we were treated to. This was, um, you know, what I found so interesting is the the format at the beginning of the day. It's like, well, th- see, you see, this is the problem with the format, and all of a sudden we end up with just a beautiful finish to the event. Like it seems like we do every single week out here. It was awesome. It was not an eighteen hole coronation. It was not an eighteen hole victory lap for Scotty Scheffler. KP rounds out our core for the day. Hi, Kyle. Hey, I can confirm I'm not one of the seven guys going to live on Monday, and uh, still waiting for that offer. I would love to just rip it up on the First Cut podcast, just, <laughs> just tear it on on the pod. But uh, today. Today was uh, today was great. There, there's there's so many different directions that uh, we could go. So many implications. Um, it was it was really fun. Rory in contention is always whether he wins or loses. We've seen that at the open at all the majors this year, and then obviously at the three that he won is just it's really intriguing, and I think it makes for a, a really great product for um, for the PGA Tour. Yeah, and it was a long day of golf. Some of these guys had to finish uh, their third round this morning. We'll get to that in a second. But first, I've got to make an offer to the listeners, those watching, those tuning in. We are obviously at the end of the PGA Tour season. It's not a very long offseason. We'll be back with tournaments in two weeks, and we'll have some uh, content throughout those two weeks. But here's the offer. You go and you give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts right now. You ask us a question. You tell us a story. I don't care what it says. We'll answer it on the show. You want to know Kyle Porter's hat size? We'll let you know. You want to know what I ate for dinner last night? We got it for you. As long as we get that five-star review, we are pimping out the pod. So take five seconds. Go give us the five-star review. Ask us anything we want. We will get to it over the course of the next couple of weeks. I don't know about you, Greg. That sounds like a pretty good offer. It's a great offer. You kidding me? It, it, it's a a free shot at, at the great Kyle Porter, Jonathan Coachman, you, Rick Gaiman. I mean, it's fantastic. The great. Uh, what do you think my hat size is, Rick? You're 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 going you're going to get this. What seven and three quarters? Yeah, always always. Well, that would have been my guess too. Seven and a half. Always guess seven and a half. It's it's. Head. I I'm actually like. Uh, between seven and three eighths and seven and a half. I kind of go back and forth on those. There you so, go. They don't coaches, make that much anymore, right? Like the true fit. Now everything's like, no, a 
feel like. Well, it's a flex fit. You got to go flex fit. You can't it's go. Like I need like fit. a. I need like a seven sixteenths. <laughs> you walk into Liz and have the same hat in thirty different sizes because they had like every possible increment, and you're like, no, no, yeah, no. It was, it was sweet. A better, yeah. Those were the Lids is, Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, golf happened today. And uh, Coach, you and I did the recap last night. So let's kind of start there because round three needed to be completed on Sunday morning. We discussed how Scotty kind of needed a, a timeout, right? Scotty needed a timeout. He was leaking oil. He was even par through 12 holes of round number three. Comes out Sunday morning. Birdies four of his first six. And now it's like, man, well, that's a huge change in just six holes. It looks like he's going to cruise to $18 million. Well, it really did, and when we discussed it last night, we said there's only one player that has the firepower and the value at 10 to 1, 11 to 1, to whatever you got it at, but I saw a bunch of people today that followed us after the video that we released on Twitter and on Instagram, but here was the situation. Without everything falling right for Rory, he came out today, birdie 17, birdie's 18, and Scheffler still did that, so we start with two guys six back. I think when you look at Rory and Xander, who has owned this place, if you would have told me that Xander would play the weekend in even par or one under, if you would have told me that Rom would play over par for the weekend, then everyone would have thought that Scheffler was going to cruise to a victory. But you had one guy who has the firepower that when he is on, he is so dialed in that a six-shot lead is okay. But here's what needed to happen. If Scotty just would have gone out and shot even par, that would have been enough. That would have been enough. But the fact that Rory was three under through six, because those first six holes are very scorable, and then the fact that Scotty played horrible on those first six at two over, now we got a one-shot lead, and it's game on. So when you get Rory McIlroy, and there's a little, uh, I don't know what the word is, but a little poetic irony that Rory was the guy to make it happen, to get it done. He's been the face of this PGA Tour for the last three or four months, and for it to happen this way, but the way that Rory did it, I thought, was spectacular. That six-shot lead going into the final rounds, Greg, that's the same margin that Rory was behind Scotty to start the week. So it was basically even through the first three rounds, and then Rory gets a little help from Scotty, turns, turns on the turbo boosters, and wins his not one, not two, but his third FedEx Cup. Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Third Super Bowl. Um, so, so, a ring for it, too. I think that would be nice. Did you oh, see that? That would be uh, a nice ad. So, uh, somebody just, oh, Ryan Labner tweeted this out. He said Rory entered the media center, arms raised, Super Bowl champ. <laughs> but we're, talk, we're talking about golf, though. I want to know who that reporter was, Kyle. That's your world. Who was the reporter to ask him? He said Super Bowl. He goes, We're talking about golf. Lose your credential. Blue I can't tell you. I'll tell you off air. Okay. 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 Sorry, Greg. The floor is yours. All right. So the thing is with Scotty, um, and I found this very interesting, but when you're in a situation like this with a six shot lead, what happens at the start is very important. And three putting the first hole is not good. Um, and then you add another bogey in there and then you make a bogey at a, at a, one of the easiest, probably the easiest hole in the course. Number six, you can't make boat. You can't make bogey there. I mean, you should be making three or four there. And so it that really takes the wind out of your sails. And all of a sudden, we're only a third of the way through the round, and the lead is gone. Everything that Scotty's done, I guess you could really say all year, 
is is gone in six holes and it completely changes the uh, the environment and rory rory is uh, you know um he's coming at him full steam ahead and scotty's on his heels and he's not in great form and it's really difficult for him to um to get things back he had some good shots to keep himself in it and ends up with a chance at 17 where uh, he should have gone to 18 tied and had just as good a shot of Rory as winning this thing as he did. But this happens in the first six holes and he lets him back into it. He lets Sung J in back into it. He lets Rory back in. He let everybody back into it. Um, and I think that's the real disappointing thing. Uh, at the, at the end of this whole day, he looks at those first six holes and said, I cost myself there. Or, and you could argue it was just on number six. If he makes birdie at number six and not bogey, he probably, it, it might not even get as close as it did and he wins. So that was, that was disappointing, a uh, disappointing start for Scotty. Uh, the last six holes KP might end up being a couple of cha- chapters in normal sport too. There was, <laughs> there was a lot happening and um, you know, Scotty's just, he's struggling with the driver. He can't find it. Uh, Rory makes a birdie on 12. He gives it back on 14. He makes a bomb of a putt on 15. And then he gets maybe a little bit of help from a grandstand, gets a little bit of a help from the crowd uh, beyond 17. I mean, they're, they're, it's just like it was chaotic out there. Well, first of all, there's people in the in the comments arguing whether Scotty or Rory's the player of the year. Scotty's the player of the year. Rory's going to get executive of the year. Uh, so that'll be. <laughs> That's true. That'll be uh, that'll be his reward there. Now, uh, I thought 15, 16 were the turning point of the tournament. You know, he gets he hits that sort of safety iron shot into 15. He's just he's looking to make three. Like you're not even really thinking about two. You're just saying, OK, don't do something. Don't take the Sungjae line here and make a five. Right. And that line was crazy. That was absurd. He went right of the hole from like 220 with like seven feet between <laughs> between the bin and the water. And so that was the, the two was like a bonus. Like I just I honestly like I think it's sort of highlighted for me. Like Rory's having his best putting year ever. If you look at like his numbers this season, uh, he's gaining like a half stroke per round with the putter. And it's almost like it's almost weird that he hasn't won more than he has because he's been nearly as good tee to green but he's making it he just is he's really putted well this year uh and then 16 he obviously gets lucky again the twirl out of the bunker was sick when he goes like 39 yards <laughs> over the green and twirls it it was just insane and then he hits the pin coming back which again it's that's a lucky break and then it, yeah i said this on hq rick I think sometimes with Rory, you get scared over five footers. You're like, "Ah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And today I felt like anything from 12 feet and in was going in. Like that's just that, that was what it felt like as he stood over putts, which I think is a credit to him for, I think he, I saw he finished number one in the field in putting. So to me, it was those two holes. And then Scotty just, I mean, the putty had on 17 was, one of the worst putts I've seen in a pressure situation this year. It was so bad. It was not close. It, uh, you could see, you could almost see how nervous he was or how bobulated yeah. he was. It was not that smooth, great tempo putting stroke that we've all seen all year long, even in big moments. It was like like I transformed into his body. It was it was so bad. And then obviously he kind of made a mess on eighteen, but um. 
Yeah, that I thought those last four or five holes were, uh, you know, the tournament wasn't super exciting up until, and this is true of most tournaments, but up until the end because Scotty was out in front, out in front, out in front. Xander kind of challenged him, and then it got crazy at the very end, which is, again, that's true of most PGA Tour events. It was just more true, um, or it felt more true today because of how much money was at stake and because of some of the starting strokes made it feel like he was further ahead than he actually was. Yeah, there's a tweet from uh, Patrick McDonald. First 54 holes for Scotty Scheffler, two bogeys, first six holes of his final round. Three of them in coach, obviously never really able to recover from that. Rory McIlroy uh, leads for the first time on the 71st tee, and that is the first time that Scotty Scheffler was not in the lead all week long. So when you're, you know, now you got to sleep on a lead Wednesday night at the tour championship, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. I mean, it, it seemed to really grind on him by the time we got, you know, to the back nine here. You know, we all love golf so much that we are very lucky to get paid to do this. I wish you guys could have been me the last three days because my partners on PGA Tour Live were Billy Kratzer, PGA Tour winner, and two-time U.S. Open champion Andy North. And so we were discussing this in real time on the air, and I kept asking them, why is this happening? Why is this happening? And they had a very clear-cut answer. They said, listen. Unlike most fans at home who have been biting, uh, reading all the stuff from Liv, he goes, $18 million is a lot of money. It's a lot of money to play for. And whether you're still driving the same car that Scotty Scheffler drove in college, which he is, or you are worth $500 million like Rory McIlroy. We saw today, did we not, gentlemen, reactions that we normally don't see. Rory, when he didn't get it to the green, Oh, the hands on the knees and the, oh, and then, you know, all that kind of stuff. Cause they understood, they understood what they were playing for. And when you throw in the check on top of the trophy, it changes everything. So now Scheffler, when you're struggling, they said it amplifies when you're in that pressure situation. So a five yard miss turns into a 10 yard miss. Now he did get up and down, but when you look at his back nine, zero birdies, you cannot come home on that golf course when everybody else is shooting 66s and 65s and shoot over par and on the back nine not have one single solitary birdie. I don't care what anybody says. This one is going to be very difficult for Scotty Scheffler to get over. Hey, Coach, I got a quote here for you. I know we need to go to an ad break, but I got a quote here. You ready for this? No. Give it to Sean, me. Sean Martin tweeted this out. He was in Rory's presser. Rory was asked why he excels as a chaser at the Tour Championship at the FedEx Cup. He said, because out of everyone in this field, I care the least about the money. Wow. Because he has the most of it. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. But, but I agree with that. And because remember, he famously said when the first pl- uh, prize was $10 million. Remember what he said? $10 million doesn't mean nothing to me. And he got chastised for it. Well, when you're worth $400 million, because he went through that lawsuit and we found that out, well, of course, $10 million is not going to mean that much to you. But I would still contend that down the stretch, his reaction was more, and maybe it wasn't about the money, maybe it was about the win, but they really started to amp it up 
They really, really did. Uh, that birdie free back nine that that coach alludes to for Scotty Scheffler, the back played a stroke under part was the easier side on Sunday. So it comes out losing strokes there. Obviously, we have to talk a ton more about everything that went on at the tour championship and that we're going to see potentially next week. But we've got to pay the bills. So first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. And we're back. Uh, Greg, uh, let's see. Rory completes the sweep. He wins the gross side of it, and he wins the net side of it. He's shot at 263. That's 17 under. If everybody starts at zero, you add the four that he was uh, slotted into thanks to his standings in the in the FedEx Cup playoffs, and he completes both ends of it here. Does, does this format work itself out? Because I think Kyle mentioned this earlier, Coach did, like, it, it got great late, but this looked like a runaway for a while. Well, you feel nice when the, the player who played the best wins, which when you have, usually that happens every week um, to some, to mo you know, <laughs> for the most part, but this week it's a, it's a different thing. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to happen that way every year. And we've had different winners in the official world golf rankings and in the tour championship uh, on multiple occasions. And so that's not a, it, that doesn't feel great when you leave. Well, okay, uh, Patrick Cantlay won, but John Rahm beat him this week. Um, you know, Dustin Johnson won, but Xander Shoffley beat him this week. Those things are confusing. But Rory was the best player this week, and he won, and he won both. I think that really helps. The more that happens, it helps. Um, and, and the fact that it comes down to the wire and you end up with a great finish, it leaves people feeling great about it. Um, but I, I do still worry that when we come around to this time next year, uh, before the event, we're going to have a lot of the same reactions. There's a lot of the same questions beforehand, but ultimately we leave this season on a, on a high uh, and, and very happy for Rory McIlroy. I still wonder if this season is a disappointment for Rory. Um, if this is a letdown, Kyle, not that it's a letdown right now, but when you look back, as Kyle pointed out and rightly so it's uh, the best putting year of his career. And these things typically they, they don't last forever. Um, and just because he had such a great putting year this year doesn't mean that it's going to happen next year. And you look at the putty made at 15 today and you look at the putty made, um, you know, the, the up and down at 16 and all these different situations that happened for Rory this year uh, and this week, they were emblematic of each other, but he leaves with zero majors. And, and it feels like this was the year where Rory would make those putts in the majors. Uh, and sometimes he did and it wasn't, he came up short. Sometimes he didn't like the open championship and came up short. Um, and, and I think he needs that. Most players need that to win 
on the PGA tour, especially in majors. And I think it could be a little bit of a, a disappointment for Rory um, as we head, as we head forward into the next couple of years. So um, I just find that interesting because it's such a great year and you leave with no majors. And where does that, where does that leave you? Does this FedEx cup in two months um, wipe that away? And I, I, I think that's yet to be answered. I think just to answer that question, I think in a normal year, normal sport, normal year. Um, yes, it would be disappointing. I don't know if disappointing is the right word, just not ultimately satisfying. But I think in this year, it's it goes so far beyond just the on-course stuff that I think he, he might look back and be more satisfied than he otherwise would be if there was no live golf, if there was no sort of fractured golf landscape. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, that's a question. Maybe he got asked that in the press conference, but I think it's a good point. And I think that this year is just very unique in how far beyond, um, like the on-course stuff, his, his reach and his, um, influence goes, which is kind of what I want to talk about, Rick. Yeah. Here's, here's, here's the on paper stuff, coach. So we've got CJ cup, Canadian open, obviously the tour championship, 10 top 10s in 16 starts, top eight at all four majors. This is a tweet from Kyle from an hour ago. Made $27 million. On paper, it looks really, really good. The only, if, if he's disappointed, Rory McIlroy is the only guy in the world who could be disappointed with a resume like this. No question. And guys, let's think about what Rory had to go through this year off the course, right? Well, in the last couple of years, he's had, you know, he's become a father. You've got to, to, to figure that out. And then he has become the de facto face of the PGA Tour. You heard every player this week say it. Hey, it's great to have Tiger and Rory running things now. Jordan Smith said that. So when you're doing all this stuff, all the meetings off the course because of Lib, but then you throw in the meetings we didn't know they were having about the new entertainment company with Tiger. That takes a lot of time away from the golf course. After the Open Championship, he didn't touch a club for two weeks. Nothing. And then had to get that rust going. So I think when you factor everything in, everything in, and the fact that the Masters was on his mind, boys, what did he say to Scotty on the last green? Did you hear that? Yeah, he I heard said, that. Right? He said, well, I didn't hear it. He said, we're even in the state of Georgia. He goes, you got the Masters. I got the FedEx Cup. He said that when they hugged or handshaked, whatever, at the end. The mm. fact that that's in Rory's mind. Think about that for a second. That's in his mind, which means he still understands that there is a big time hole in his game. He's got to figure out. I know he doesn't care about the money, boys, but he's got to figure out how he is going to handle the pressure when it's something that's bigger than the game, like the career grand slam. Because when he shows up to Augusta, he does not handle it well. He doesn't. He did today. He doesn't there. I think it's very, very telling his reaction, what he said. His answer to Tariko about the live stuff was perfect. And <laughs> going forward, he is the man. And I just got to tip my cap to him. I, I was thinking about this, Rick. Uh, all this information came out about the BMW championship last week where they've got a pack meeting and then they've got the somebody, I can't remember who called it the pack meeting and then the cat meeting and you know, like all the different things that are going on. And uh, I'm like, man, that I, I feel exhausted just hearing about all this, right? We, you and like yeah. those of us who work for organizations where we don't do an athletic endeavor for our job, like we go to meetings and it's just tiring and it's like not life-giving it's kind of just you know 
speech you do. It's just that's just life. Like that's just work in corporate America. And I was thinking today as he was playing the back nine about how impressive it's been that he has not just participated in all that stuff, but really like helped reshape individually reshape the future of professional golf in globally and also been the best player in the world. Like I I think it's one thing for tiger to do it when he's semi-retired like he, the tigers doesn't play that much he plays th- he played three times this year right right and but for rory to be number he's number four in the world he's if you look at the numbers on data golf since january one he's number one in strokes gain just ahead of shuffler that was coming into this week so he'll go a little further ahead of him but he's been the best statistically the best player in the world in 2022 and also leading in a really meaningful way in this like massive arena that's reshaping the sport for the next few decades. And, and this is what I'm writing about for CBSSports.com. Like that's, that's rare. Like that's, it's a rare person I think that can handle both of those things, but also do them really well. Right. It's not just that you're doing both. You're doing both really well. Uh, it, depending on how you feel about the PGA tour, you it's inarguable that he's playing golf really well. And so I think that to me is what really stood out about today and about him winning the FedEx cup. I find the mind of elite athletes fascinating, Greg. And we've talked about this before where sometimes they'll transfer blame off of themselves so that they're completely committed to the next swing or something like that. And, and I think like exhausted or tired, like, I think that's a really kind of good route to like imagine how tired rory is imagine how exhausted rory is and you can almost see he's given us a couple glimpses of this where he'll use stuff as motivation right it's immediately after he wins uh rbc canadian open it's like well sorry sharky i just got you or whatever now that's 20 wins or or this one he, he walks into the press the press room and it's it's a super bowl chant right like he, <laughs> he knows all this he hears all this and he picks and chooses the things to motivate him put a little chip on his shoulder maybe get a little energy out of it because it's it, it had to feel like a marathon for him this year yes now his playing schedule was not as um arduous as some others and because he played so well he's able to keep himself high enough in the fedex cup rankings and he, he's formulating his schedule around trying to perform the best for the majors and perform the best in the fedex cup so he's able to do that but it, it doesn't dilute the point at all where yes he's exhausted um and and this is what great athletes do they take this is Aaron Rodgers, right taking every rejection letter he's ever received and putting it up on a on a bulletin board um, Michael Jordan has similar stories. There are many, many great. Tim Tebow has has similar stories like this, uh, and it, it's a real it's a real motivator. But not everybody can handle it that way. It takes a really special mind. You mentioned these elite athletes. Well, think about how many times you see a football player get a big contract and have a letdown year, or a golfer start to get a little bit more popularity. They start to get a couple of off the golf course gigs. They start to have to deal with some of these other, they are not meetings about the shape of the PGA tour, but they're perhaps meetings and how we can help, uh, you know, RBC grow its brand or whatever, you know, whatever it is that they're asked to do when they start to do more things away from the golf course, their play suffers. Uh, And it takes really special talents like Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, 
Jordan Spieth, it's a, you know, Justin Thomas, it's a handful of players who can handle both. They can handle the stardom and it doesn't affect their play. And in in the really special ones, Rory being one of them, it can sometimes accelerate their play. So yeah, really fun to watch. He's had a lot on his shoulders and uh, it's clear that he knows how to handle it. It's not something, it's almost easier to handle that kind of pressure where you're angry than the pressure of winning a green jacket or winning in Northern Ireland at Royal Port Rush, where to me that gives it yeah, a little bit of a nervous and, and fear kind of go together. Um, but, but anger or, um, you know, ag- aggression can be the opposite of that. And when you're in a situation where I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to win this tournament. So I have more than Greg Norman and I'm going to tell him about it afterwards. That's a, that's not a nervous feeling. That's a, an aggressive feeling. And, and they're totally different. So if he can harness that in in a, a opportunity to win a career grand slam, I, I think it will go a long way for him. But I'm not sure how he's going to go about creating that. It's so hard, right? Like, it's yeah. just so, it's so different. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're going to start <laughs> telling yourself there, it, it's, it's difficult, but the greats figure out how to do it. It is. It, that's true. And it, it's just so difficult when it's like, I mean, the quote, that he just had about I care about money the least can also be turned around the other way where it's like you're the you're the one that cares about majors the most right because if you're in the position where you care about money the least and you have the most of it or whatever he was meaning by that it means that the majors are more meaningful to you because all the other stuff doesn't really matter right right and so that like almost I think works against him in a lot of ways and does get him just overly um, like torqued up for a lot of those tournaments that then become even more difficult to win than they already are. I think that was the first time we ever had a group of athletes uh, compared to one another where the group was Rory McIlroy, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Michael Jordan, Tim Tebow was there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a great group. Speaking of disappointments, Coach, Scotty Scheffler had a literal historic season. You win four times, including a major. You're on a very short list of golfers. You'd already earned the you know most money of anybody in the PGA Tour. Obviously, purses continue to go up. But to have that six-shot lead uh, through 54 and not win, it's only happened eight times in PGA Tour history. Three of them have been number one player in the number one players in the world. Greg Norman. 96 masters. I remember that. Uh, Dustin Johnson, 2017 WGC HSBC, Scotty Scheffler. Now the third, number one to drop six shots over the course of 18 holes. You know, I see a lot of people in the chat asking, did, did Scotty give it away or did Rory win it or did Xander or whatever? Let make no mistake about it. I don't care how it plays out. When you have a six shot lead, you're the number one player in the world with 18 holes to play and you lose. You gave it away. I don't care what Roy did. You gave it away. And that's why I said, this is going to sting. And it's going to sting a lot. Because all the money, yeah, that's nice. All the wins, yeah, that's nice. But in the biggest moment, when he needed to find his game, he couldn't dig deep enough to get it. When he had guys charging, Sanjay, Rory, those were the only two. Nobody else was doing anything. And by the way, I thoroughly enjoyed the tournament, apparently more than you guys did, because I loved the whole thing. But I understand everybody wants that excitement at the end. But now, Scotty, going forward, he's going to have to figure out, because the next time he gets in this situation and he's facing 
18 holes because it's probably going to happen again with a lead to win all that money and the prestige of winning something nobody can take away from you. And that's what the FedEx Cup is, and that's what it represents. And now he is not a FedEx Cup champion. Conversely, Rory makes history against him. How does he rectify that in his mind? Most people don't understand. I've had the luxury of working around elite athletes my entire career. As you said, Rick, they think differently. They expect more out of themselves, and failures matter more than successes. They just do. And I'll be anxious to hear, no matter how nice he is, no matter how much he shakes his hand, when he walks in his room tonight and he's alone with his wife and his family, it's going to stink. And I think it's going to stink for a long time. I'll be interested to see how he reacts to this loss. I think what I think I disagree a little bit in that I, I see what you're saying. I think two things. One, he Rory would still trade his year for Scotty's, right? So I think Absolutely. that's meaningful. Now, this is the most recent thing that's happened. And I think I think well, I what's interesting. I never said that he wouldn't. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I think if if he's looking at the overall picture of the year, then he has to, to take away just pure confidence, right? Like, I'm the best player in the world. I won four times. But aren't now, those two different things, Kyle? Aren't those two different things? If he's looking at the year, okay. I'm talking about today. Today, and I think, he couldn't and finish I th- it off. And I think about today, I think about Rory in 2018 when Tiger beat him. They're in the final pairing together. Tiger shoots 66, 67. Rory shoots like 74. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow, that is so bad, right? For for somebody in the final pairing on a Sunday at the Tour Championship who's won as much as Rory has, and all of a sudden he comes out the next year, wins the Players' Championship. Uh, I think that was the year he shot like 61 at the Canadian Open to win that, and is basically yeah. playing the best golf of his career. So I do – I. I think Scheffler is, and all these guys, all the best guys are wired like it. They just forget it and can move on. Uh, it doesn't mean it's not going to sting. You lost eleven and a half million dollars, but I do think we have recent history that that a loss there doesn't maybe run as deep as a place like Augusta or a U.S. Open or something like that. Uh, hit that or comment. Open. Hit that comment that we have. Or an open. So Peter, Peter in the chat, would Rory swap all that money for the 150th open? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. 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 He'll, he'll dip Dub- it in his bank account and grab double he'll, it. He'll, yeah. Double yeah, it. He'd, pay, he'd double it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for Scotty's year or the open. Either or. Think about, I mean, Rory yeah, finished. Which, which would he rather have? The 150th open Scott, or Scotty's year? Scotty's year. Uh, I asked him this. I asked him this, and he said that he would rather win the Masters than the, than the Open Championship. Well, no, that's I think that's obvious. I mean, right. well, but look, it was the look, open at it was the open at St. Andrews. Yeah, but it's not the career Grand Slam. That's what the Masters would be. Right. And that that no, the, takes you into rarefied air. That the, the open at St. Not. Andrews is like. OK, but in 50 years, when you pick up that list. You're going to be on it. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, good, I good mean, argument, though. good argument. As good as Rory's year was, he could he, he could have been five wins with the open and the Masters. I mean, he finished runner up. I guess he finished T two at the Open, but he finished solo second at the Masters, and he was there at the U.S. Open and the PGA. He probably yeah. I mean, he could he, he could have won the he could have won the Slam this year. Early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> played bad yeah. on Friday. Okay, yeah. Um, Greg, I got to get you out of here in a second, but I want to open this up a little bit further down the board here because uh, one, Sung J M is that dude, right? Like it's yeah. just 
He proves it year after year after year. I love this guy so much. Um, I mean, Patrick Cantlay kind of had a disappointing week, especially on Thursday and Sunday. Kind of potpourri here. Any direction you want to go for this tour championship uh, leaderboard, then we'll, then we'll get you out of here. All right. Let me talk about Sungjae because you brought it up. And I loved Sungjae heading into the week um, for a couple of reasons. One is the driving accuracy that he puts on display is phenomenal. And it was again this week, and it has a tendency to be pretty valuable at Eastlake. Uh, and and he he performed in that light. He was fifth for the week in driving accuracy. And then something Kyle brought up earlier, the shot at 15, right of the flag stick from 221. It's not the first time he's done something like that. If you remember uh, at, at the Honda Classic, it's a, ironically 15 poles. I thought about that shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, he he hit it uh, right of a right hole location with water immediately on the right. He actually did it on 17, too, with that front left pin. He hit it uh, left of the flag. So he is not afraid of being extremely aggressive. Now, it, was that his plan? We'll never know if it was his plan or not. I, I doubt it, but I'm sure that it was more um, aggressive than where Rory hit a shot. And I just, I commend him so much for that. Uh, and, and the, the entire performance, he really, he had a great chance to win that tournament. You think about the double he made at 14 and it, it cost him the FedEx cup. You know, it, it didn't just cost him a chance to contend. It cost him the FedEx cup, which is a crazy thing to think about. It, uh, he makes a double bogey there without losing a ball, without a penalty stroke. He just, he makes six and it's so disappointing. And he got up and down from a plug lie on 11. He hit so many big shots that were, you know, turning point momentum shots. And and then all of a sudden, uh, it, it, the one ends up costing him. 24 years old, by the way. Born in yeah. 1998. Oh, man. That's, that's... How much money How much money is Sanjay M going to make in his career? A lot. A lot. Well, if you, well, what are those? What are those PGA Tour projections they were rolling out that if you know Jim Furyk would have started his career this year, he'd make six hundred million. Sanjay so, far from that. Yeah, Sanjay's gonna make like like five hundred. Let me get Greg out of here. Greg Dushar. Yeah, I gotta get running, boys. Thank you. Real GFD. Thank you very much. We'll catch you soon. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, guys. See you, Greg. Uh, Sanjay, yeah, Sanjay's gonna make a lot. Now he does still have, um, and I think I screwed this up last time. He has the looming. South Korean military commitment at some point, if he's not able to get out of it. And we've seen that impact guys careers. So that, that's the, uh, that would be the one thing that I'd worry about with Sung Jae, but otherwise the game is phenomenal. Right. Am I yeah. remembering that correctly? Go ahead. KP. I'll jump in. Hell, I'll jump in. Sorry. Sorry. I hold on. <laughs> he was, he was asking you, KP. What we going? I'm very sorry. I was watching a video of Rory. There's a video floating around of Rory and uh, not floating around. The PGA Tour tweeted it out of Rory, uh, of the Scheffler family congratulating Rory after he wins. And it is phenomenal. Rory goes up to Scheffler. I think it's Scheffler's dad and says, uh, hey, I'm sorry that I won, that I won basically. And his dad said, you deserved it. You had a great year. And his wife is like hugging Rory and oh, it's awesome. I love I love this stuff. That That's the stuff I love so much. That's the stuff that we talk about all the time when and, and even some people in the chat are doing it right now. They're like, oh, the money, the money, the money. 
what we saw today, yes, they played for a ton of money. But at no point did you ever think they're going to be able to do this or this can happen anywhere else in golf. That was magic what we watched today. And I don't want to hear any more about, oh, they, they'd go there or HB3, stop it. Just stop it. If anybody goes after today, unless it's Sunjay going for two years to the service, they're the dumbest human beings ever in golf, ever. And that's awesome right there. And that's why Rory is the best. He said, oh, Scotty should have half of this. And he believes that. He's the ultimate competitor. But then when he's done stepping on your throat, he'll shake your hand and say, well done. Well done. And that's the essence of competition. And that's what we've been talking about for six months. The essence of competition. And that's as good as it gets. Awesome. Dude, that's pretty cool. Good job. Good job showing this, producer Jacob. If you're watching on YouTube. Sorry, what was your question about Sanjay Rick? I just, <laughs> I just blasted we'll you. We'll deal with it further down the road. Uh, all right. Well, I, I know we're not. We don't have to go too deep into this because Kyle and I are gonna probably on Tuesday uh, do a much longer pod. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see if we can get you a little fired up here, Coach. After what you just said, so Golf Channel um, they are reporting and they have confirmed, in their words. Mito Pereira, Mark Leishman, Harold Varner III, Cameron Tringali, Joaquin Neiman, Cam Smith headed to live. Cameron Tringali already announced it on Instagram this morning. Uh, that appears to be the list of golfers that will announce they'll be headed over there and playing in Boston next week. All right, here's the deal. Boston. BW in the chat is the type of fan that drives me insane. I don't care if I work for the PGA Tour or not, and I do, because any person, that knows anything about sports or legacy or effort or any of that would never say some of the stuff that some of you are saying. Goes, why wouldn't he go? Didn't get the 18 million. And by the way, I want to pinpoint Harold Varner III as one of the very few black men in this level of golf. It is impairment on our shoulders. And Harold Varner III is a player. Michael Jordan has threatened him. You'll never wear brand Jordan again if you go there. A win for Harold Varner III on the PGA Tour is worth three, four five times what it would be for a regular player. That's just fact. That's just fact. The fact that he would go, and I know I know what his deal is. I've been a part of it. I was His best friend came up and talked to me about it. I've been in it. I'm not going to tell you the numbers, but I'm telling you, it's not so much that he can't make it here on the PGA Tour. It's about 12 a year because they're all four-year deals. It's about 12, five a year. I'm about. not going to tell you how much it is. I said about. I said about. I said about. Math to get there. About. But the, this is the reason I said that these guys are even dumber than the guys who already went. Because uh, they waited. What, what were you going to say, Rick? No, I was, I was going to say you're absolutely right. Especially because after what had happened this week where the purses are going to be so comparable. Or, I mean, it's not Correct. guaranteed. It's not, it's not no cut. But the purses are going to be so comparable. The idea that you're able to keep – your sponsors, et cetera, et cetera. The gap in the money is getting much, much smaller. So you're right. It's a much different conversation after the effective immediately announcement that was made on Wednesday. And then you look – and let's take the money out of it for a second. I want everybody at home to think about the job that they do, okay, because it's very easy when you're not in, in as close to it as we are just to go, oh, we'd all take the money. Well, guess what? We're not players. We wouldn't get that kind of money. It's not a realistic question. But think about your job and your purpose for getting out of bed in the morning and going to do it. If you're lucky like we are to have a job you love, I can't wait to get to my job every single day. 
if I didn't have this, if I didn't have this purpose, and we're talking about the best golfers in the world that have worked their whole lives to get to the PGA Tour, and you're just going to go take one check with nothing to do, playing in golf tournaments nobody cares about, nobody covers, there's no national stage, nothing. And then you watch that today, and you know that next year the money is just going to quadruple and get bigger and bigger and bigger, and they're going to have more of that. Then you're going to have in three years or two years another tournament that you're going to play at night, rock and roll music, all the fans. You can't be a part of that ever. You're going to walk away from all of that ever? I, I, I don't even feel bad for you if you decide to do it at this point. Don't feel bad for you because in a year when you're begging to come back to the PGA Tour and they say no, you deserve it. Because you had a chance not to go, and you still chose to go anyway. And I don't have sympathy for anybody at this point that decides to go and take that money. I think – did you read the James Hahn article, Rick? Uh, what I, I read that he was the lone vote. Are you talking about that? Yeah. So James yeah. Hahn like, sort of made this argument about like – Yeah. It, it's an absurd article. It, it's not an absurd article. It's just, it, the the interview that James Hunt gave is absurd, and he's talking about how like the middle to lower class is going to rise up and fight against the. It's like, dude, I'm sorry, like you you don't matter. Like I and I don't mean that as a person. Like absolutely, you matter as a person. But if you're looking at the economic model of the PGA Tour, like you you do not matter. And that's sort of how I feel about all of this stuff is like, if I'm the tour and Cameron Tringali leaves, like, okay, what, what it, it, and that's again, like, I think Cameron, I don't know Cameron Tringali. I'm sure he's super nice. And I know people that do know him and I think he's a good dude. But if you're just looking at the pure economic model of the tour, it's like very replaceable, right? And I think what the PGA Tour has done is put this stopgap into place. And Cam Young references of like, hey, like all the changes that were made really like sort of got in my head about like, is this something that I should do? And that's the whole point of the of the changes that the tour made. It's not to keep Cameron Tringali from going. It's to keep Cam Young from going, right? It's to keep John Rahm from going. It's to keep Scotty Scheffler from going like those are those are the only guys that have any impact on any of the Cameron Shingali is so replaceable that like there will be a corn fairy tour that player that this time next year is in his spot and nobody will even know like what happened or that it happened right it just doesn't matter at all hey Kyle and, no, I, I tweeted out today and I then I canceled it I said <laughs> that Cameron Tringali tweet I said and in a related story a tree fell in the forest and yeah I erased it because nobody cares yeah, and so I think if you're the tour, it's like, okay. I mean, the Cam Smith thing is a big deal, and he's a top player, and that is not good. And I think that there was a lot of lobbying from players of like, yo, you don't have all the information. You don't have whatever. I, I don't know what they said to him, but uh, trying to convince him to not go. Um, but I, I'm interested to see if there are – like, what if that's the last top 10 player that Liv gets? Could be. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out, but I just, I don't know if I'm the tour. I'm just like, okay, guys, whatever, go ahead. Other than Cam Smith. Uh, we'll I, I would, I would, I would even put Cam Smith in, in there too, because I'm, I'm looking at the whole big picture of people that people pay attention to. If they're not doing something, he's not active on social media. You're not thinking about Cam Smith when he's not playing. So if he leaves, has anybody talked about Bryson Brooks, 
DJ, any of them, none, zero, nothing. And this, this was a quote from Han. So what's stopping the other 90% of our tour from getting together and doing the exact same thing as Roy and Tiger and saying the top 20 players can go play their own tournaments, but the rest of the tour, us 90%, <laughs> all, all stand together and we want more benefits. Let me know how that goes for you because yes. I think I know what the answer is going to be. It's that you are replaceable by 100 guys on the Corn Ferry Tour. Again, nothing against James Hahn. That's just how this whole thing works. And I think if you don't, uh, if you don't understand that, then you're you, like you don't understand like the whole model, right? And there was another right. quote. He said, "The tour." Uh, James Hahn said, "The tour won't taste as good if you just had twenty tournaments on our TV networks, just showing the top players in the world. It doesn't work that way. It actually kind of does." <laughs> Uh, you can compare this, Kyle, to like I I, I kind of compare it to the NFL if you want to. Where in the NFL, who do they cater to? Quarterbacks, stars, 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 stars. quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, it's it's quarterbacks make the forty forty five million dollars a year. They're the highest paid players. Then you got a few like Tyree Kill or or these guys that make in the twenty five to thirty. That's the same model as what the PGA Tour is doing. There, and I've said this at nauseum here on First Cut. There is no substitute for star power, and I don't care what business you're talking about. I was in the WWE for 10 years. It was the same there. When Rock and Stone Cold, those guys were hot, we sold out every night. When they left, all of a sudden it went like this until new guys like John Cena came. It yeah. doesn't matter the sport or the entertainment. If you don't have stars that matter, that people care about, that people want to watch, it doesn't matter where they go. And without a platform, then you're no longer a star. Well, and I think what's – and I'll get, I'll kick it back to you, Rick, because we can talk about this on Tuesday right or whenever, yeah. whenever we talk. But – Greg and I talked about this last week. I think what's really interesting is would because people talk about TV contracts, TV contracts, TV contracts. It's a big deal. It's it's going to be a big deal for Live. It has been a big deal for the tour. Um, would you would a TV would a would a network pay more money for 18 events where all the superstars are playing, or would it pay more money for 47 events where they're playing the same amount but it's spread out all over the place and it's diluted i don't know the answer to that question maybe you guys do but i think that's the point that people like james hahn are missing is like yo we could redo we could like cut the tour events in half or more and probably still make 95 percent of the money back because the only thing that matters is how many eyeballs stars can attract now you could argue that there's time to be filled with sure. That's the baseball model. Yeah. And giving you 162 games of three hours with a pregame and a postgame. We just filled a lot of hours for you. Totally. And that's again, above my comp. Like, I don't, I don't know how that works like functionally, but, uh, I think you get close with fewer events and more stars out them, which is essentially what the tour is doing, which I think is phenomenal. That's what they're doing. the, The fall will have no, meaningful tv tournaments and that's where all the qualifying will happen then from january through august that's when those 20 events that the players commit to playing the top players will be and that's yep. essentially what they're doing yep. uh we'll cover this more in depth next week when we get the official announcements of who might be going to live two quick thoughts before we get into our best bets and our one and done coach you're right about star power because i would be i would rock bottom my cousin through a trampoline a hundred times every weekend because i wanted to be like the rock and I was also thinking, what's the lasting Cameron Tringale image from 
the PGA Tour? What's what's the the memory that you will have of Cameron Tringale as a PGA? Uh, probably screwing up on social media. I'm I'm yeah, no, that was Scott Piercy. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Cameron. Sorry, okay. Cameron. Yeah. Uh, I probably my last thing is reading the the thing he put out on Twitter today and laughing because it was like I'm 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 going to pursue golf at at the excellence of level. I, I want to grow my game. I'm like, stop it. You couldn't win on the PGA Tour. And all the guys that went either can't win anymore, haven't won in a long time, show me a player that went to live that has won anything in the last year and a half, two years. Cam. Cameron Tregali has never. But Cam, Cam hasn't has. gone yet. He hasn't gone true. yet. That's I'm true. saying guys that are there, nobody, nada, nothing. Remember when Bryson was good? Yeah. But by the other day, I got a, I got texted a video, by the way, about Kyle Berkshire breaking the speed record. And that person said, can you post this for us? Because I've, I've kind of represented Kyle Berkshire a little bit as an agent. I do a little bit of work there. And who was the first person to jump on Kyle Berkshire in that video? In a garage parking lot at a house. Bryson. First time I've seen him in how long? And if, he, he's, if he's fun cheering on Kyle Berkshire, breaking rate, God bless Bryson DeChambeau while everybody else was getting ready for the Tour Championship. I said, I can't, I can't tweet that out for you. I can't do it. Bryson, uh, pumping YouTube content. That's what he is up to. That's it. That's uh, it. Last thing Cameron Tregale image is him at Zozo waving to the crowd after every hole. Do you remember that? Come from what the year that Hideki won? That was this year, wasn't it? That was this season. Yeah. Remember he was doing uh, my 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 last seen image is uh, him at uh, the Texas Open when he made a he made a long birdie and he shot up the hole. I was like, okay, dog. Like, I think. I think we're good here. Hey, Jacob, can you just block Dave H? I don't know if he works for Liv or what, but I'm done with him. Just block him, get him out. Thanks. Sorry, Rick. Go ahead. That's okay. We're going to do our best bets, our one and done recap, our little odds. It ends, but first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. And we're back. Best bets, pretty good. Uh, we hit Tony Finau, top 10 with strokes. That came through on Sunday. Thank you very much. KP, that line that we were all very confused about on Tuesday, cash it up. Xander um, with strokes plus 110. Despite a terrible week, uh, I mean, a very mediocre weekend from him. Oh, I'm I'm hearing, oh, that we might have, uh, we should have intro music that we could play right now because I, oh gosh, have, uh, I, I was, I was yeah, dreading. I, I won't, I won't stay if you're going to bring on the person I think you're going to bring on. I was dreading and, this. If, 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 if he can't come on for the whole show because he's a prima donna, then we don't need to bring on for the last time. Eight o'clock, eight o'clock, and and his 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 highness finally shows up. Oh, Hello, man. boys. Oh, I heard you were checking on the one and done league. No, we going? actually weren't. We weren't. Actually, we're? no. We're, oh, we're not no. There First, before you take that victory lap, you got to take the <laughs> L. You got to take the L on Xander par three winner, which did not cash. He finished twenty first in par three scoring. Take that L first, then we'll get. To hate that. Hate that for you. Got the L, but listen. Can I just for a minute just say that Rory is a boss? I mean, I had that guy for two rounds Thursday, Friday. He had nothing. I mean, nothing on Thursday. Didn't know where it was going. Somehow shoots 67. I was standing with him on the waiting on the 15th tee, and he had just birdied 14. And we're chit-chatting, and he's asking about the President's Cup and stuff. So I'm like, 
wow, a nice birdie on 14. I just, I actually just said on the, on the air that, you know, if you get a quick finish, you can shoot on the par. And he goes, yeah, maybe two more. Well, he shoots 67. Next day, I have the same thing, kind of mundane, doesn't hit it so well, but better, 67. Then all of a sudden, look what we have uh, two rounds later. It, it was masterful, and, and, and I was, it, it was fun to cover him for two of those rounds. Uh, Jacob, go ahead. Flip us over to the one and No, dive. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I want to make a, a proposition here, Coach. You're the commissioner. Yeah. You're the playing – you're like Rory. You're a playing commissioner. Yeah. Uh, By the way, cheers. <laughs> I think that in like we should have a another competition. Like Rick and I don't get any credit for grinding out. Pull pull these pull these best bets back up. We don't get any credit for this. It's just like, oh, congratulations, you you got like nine out of ten weeks right. But you know, a pat on the back. There should be real money for this in addition to the one and done. So you bring up a very good point, and I've actually. Have, now you sound like, you sounding like James Hahn, Carl. <laughs> no, what? There, there, you know, one and done is very much like the PGA Tour. I just buried James Hahn. Yeah, yeah, we 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 did bury James Hahn. I was listening. I, um, I was listening to you fools. I, I listened but, to the whole lot. Now, all kidding aside, uh, a tip of the cap to Mark. But we're always going to evolve. We're always going to pivot. We're always going to make things better. This is the best year one and done we've ever had. You're welcome. You're welcome. But. We've got to change it a little bit. But, Mark, congratulations. Not only did you beat us, but you also had the winner today. So, congratulations. Yeah, Jacob, show us, show us the board here. There yeah. you go. Jeez. <laughs> uh, we're the fans. Can, some, can someone let the fans talk? I was getting so much beef on social media. I was like, you fools. Oh, goodness gracious we, me. We should uh, just yeah. put the invite link in the chat. Whoever wants to come in and be the voice of the fan should be able to That do would it. be sick. Yeah. <laughs> The, the the fans gave me more grief than you guys who were trying to change the rules for scoring again. We need to settle before next league, Coach. We need okay. to settle on what the final money is on the Tour Championship because you crowd were trying everything to get Jacob to somehow suck me in with Patrick <laughs> Cantler. It gets settled before we start. It will it will all be written in the rules, and the fans, uh, one fan won a spot or bid on a spot. You're not going to have any more to choose from. They're going to have to pick their own. I'm tired of the fans talking trash when we handed them players. So, no, Coach, Coach, here's the thing, though. The fans now are going to get to play a whole season, yes. and they'll suddenly see that you can't just put blue chippers in every week, that you're going to be a bit <laughs> smart about what you do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So here's the recap. Mark uh, gets Rory McIlroy in the full 5.4 <laughs> million, wins the one and done at 17.8. Just so that we have this out there, in an if you're not watching on YouTube, here, audio-wise, he here's the final standings for – bookkeeping purposes mark 17.8 million the fans 11.2 million jacob 9.7 coach 8.9 greg 8.7 myself rick 6.3 kyle 6.2 sia 6.1 those are the official standings mark congratulations thank you very much you guys have my venmo address <laughs> we do uh also we next year which starts in two weeks uh we'll have our High bidder, right? 30, 3800 bucks to a good cause to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So that that winner will be in the mix. The fans will be back. So yeah, we've got our we've got our work cut out for us to uh to show up and show out, coach. Hey Rick, real quick. We're actually thinking at the tour office. 
I have a meeting this week. We're actually thinking about changing it to a calendar year one and done instead of the wraparound season one and done. Okay. And so we're I'm thinking in. about yeah, waiting until January. Yeah. yeah so I, I think like we're going to wait till January. I think. Well, and add in the best bets. You got something coming for you, KP. It'll be a KP special. Hey, I got I got an idea here. All right. Let's do yeah. a, you know, we'll do it like Liga MX. All right. Mexican soccer. They run two, two leagues. Okay. A year. We'll yeah. do Kyle's little one unit, uh, you know, one <laughs> unit a week. You got to make a bet. I don't, I don't like the phrase Kyle's little one unit. <laughs> that is not, that is not good. That well, is not cool. I, not the first time phrasing has come up on this show before. We'll, we'll do a little one unit a week betting challenge for the fall. And then, you know, come around whenever we get to the calendar year, we can switch back to one and done. Right, because we need we need the content. We need something to we do. Need yeah. something yeah. to bet on. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like the my my thing is like the silly season. We're right. experimenting. We're experimenting. But, uh, but I I think Kyle brings up a good point because we are a betting show and fans at home don't know what's coming in the next six months or so at Sportsline, but it's big. So I believe we need to reward those that are good at bets and one and done. So maybe we yeah. can do three points. I'll, I'll figure it out. But this is this is yeah, this is sort of this. yeah. This is sort of what I'm saying is they need to know who they can trust when it comes Correct. to best bets, right? Correct. Like we need to, it needs to be like a running yes running yes. running deal. I've got hey, a coach. PA that, that can handle that. Yes. You got, uh, hey, coach, you got a PA, sweet. Hey, have you read my name? <laughs> have you read my name on the on on the live uh, looking leaderboard of our faces right now? He signed. Boss. In. He signed in as boss. Hey, for those who are not picking up on that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> coach, coach, I'm you know, coming at, off, at I'm, some coach, point, coach, will coach, you just, uh, will we... uh, uh, coach? Oh, okay. I'm coming oh. off to you because. For the last year, you've been saying to me, I'm in your rear view, Mark. I'm blah, 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 blah. You're not even in the rear view. You're so far back of where I am right now. Hey, Mark, it's, today well, today yes. you won $400, right? So yeah. I picked the winner at 11 to 1 on the show last night. So I won triple today. I, but I what you won for the year. Triple no, thought... today, and I won it for the fans at home. So I'll take well, the money over the one and done. You're sitting in my rear view. I, I pick winners. Coach, I pick real coach, money winners. Coach, I thought you said it was 100 for the majors, 100 for midseason, and 200 for the end of the season. Or are you changing the rules again? No, no it, it's 100 midseason, 100 end of the season, and 50 for uh, each major. Come on, keep yeah. up, Mark. Let's go. All right, Let's cool. go. Let's I, just, go. I just Venmo who they tell me to Venmo. <laughs> I, just, yeah, same. everybody Venmo's Mark. They're just like just send it to Mark. <laughs> My Venmo transaction history is just paying out golf losers. <laughs> uh, all right, gents. So um, let's let's reset here because next week we'll we'll fire off some content. Obviously, we'll have some stuff for for the two weeks in between uh, the Tour Championship and the Fortinet. But before we get out of here, any final thoughts on anything you've seen, heard, or want to get off your chest? Going once. Harold Varner the third. Don't yeah, go. Yeah, don't may I? Go. May, yeah, may I? Along those lines, Coach. I, I te- you guys are going to be talking to my brother Wednesday. I texted him um, yesterday, maybe, because there's there's some nasty stuff that I've heard about the Live League and who's going and stuff over the last couple of days. So I texted him. I'm like, um, "How are you doing?" And he goes, "I've been better." So. Uh, <laughs> So be, that, that that conversation will be tough, but but there's, 
I don't want to say it's an exodus, but but um, I'm disappointed. And there are a number of guys who are disappointed. And the team is going to go and play Quail Hollow tomorrow. So, so I'm keen to see how this whole thing shakes out. Early on. Maybe, maybe we can get... Maybe we can let Rory McIlroy play under Rory Sabatini's name. No, and no, can... okay. Yes, yes, yes. The funny thing, all right. So we're standing there on fifteen, and Rory says to me, "He goes, hey, tell your bro I'll happily play for him if I was allowed to." <laughs> so it's like Rory, <laughs> we'd happily have you. And then I joked back. I'm like, I actually texted Trevor and said, "Is there any way we can find some um, lineage in Sahith Tagala's passport so we can get him on your team?" <laughs> and Rory's like, "That's a good move over there." I was like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> Yeah, so obviously, yeah, the, the years-long um, preparation and everything that goes into being a, a, a captain yeah. of, of an international team, and then obviously we're just a, a few weeks out or so, and uh, chaos, I imagine. So yes, that was that's the that's the tease. There, we'll have Trevor on Wednesday and uh, chat through that stuff as well. I did. Uh, I did talk with Adam Scott and a few of the boys, and, and they jacked for this thing. And, and Sung is playing well, and and. I want to believe that Trevor will rally them and it's one man, one point and it's match play and it doesn't matter who you're lining up against. You know, if you're up for it and you play well, any of these guys can, can, can win matches. Uh, the key now really is to, and that's where I think Trevor's been doing well and you guys can ask him about it, where throughout the last year and a half, he's been assembling these guys at different events and not just the 12, it's been like 20, 25 of them, all potentials. And so building relationships already. So, I've always said that this thing's a, um, a, a a team's thing. It's a team's tournament. So if they can figure out matchups and get guys playing well, doesn't matter what the names are. I know it's X's and O's and Jimmy's and Joe's, but 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 if you can jack these guys up and you knock off a big scalp, all of a sudden, then then that that does the team a world of good. Yeah, da- uh, da- dangerous team when uh, expectations are low. Anything can happen, obviously, in the world of golf. Anything else, gents? Before we before we bop on out of town. Great nope. year. Great season. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Everybody. Thank you to the fans. Thank you to everybody. Well, I mean, we're just, we're going to have more pods next week. We'll be right back, but it's been fun. It's been an absolute pleasure. Producer Jacob. Thank you very much. He does all the hard work behind the scenes. Mark Immelman, our official one and done winner is available. Score <laughs> Immelman. Available at the coach rules. Kyle Porter can be found at Kyle Porter CBS. And you can find me at Rick run. Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.